RadioInfluence.com. Welcome to America's Most Positive Podcast, The Jim Fannin Show. Be it life, business, sports, or any other facet of your life that you want to improve, Jim can help you become your best, most authentic self. Now, here is your host, the coach of champions, Jim Fannin. Hello, everybody. This is Jim Fannin. Welcome to The Jim Fannin Show. I am excited. I'm fired up. I'm in the zone. I am glad to be back. Today, I want to talk about mom mom it's amazing how athletes say hi mom they don't say hi dad when they're on camera hi mom why is that and how did mom always know she always knew where you were what you were doing what you were up to how did mom know you know teenage children well you know they have a different drum beat i i know i raised two daughters and they both turned out great, but those teenage years, those were interesting to say the least. And it was this parental experience that caused me to reflect on my teenage years and how my mom always knew what I was doing. You know, when you're in the zone state, a purposeful calm where you have the least amount of thoughts, 30, 40% less thoughts than normal, and your mind is clear, it opens up some windows so that you can peer around corners and pick up some intuitive vibes, and you do have a sense of knowing. But how did mom know? Well, her standard reply for during all my formative years, a little bird told me. Really? A little bird told you? Gosh, where is that bird? I'd like to, I'd like to find that bird. At age 13... I remember I had a crush on the daughter of one of the richest families in town, Ashland, Kentucky. My new love connection. She started showering me with small gifts. I mean, how cool is that? I was smitten with her, and I was unfortunately enthralled with the wealth that she represented. We were not a rich family by any means. She was. You could fit six of our little of our little house into her family's mansion, six of them. What did I know back then? I, I didn't know. I knew nothing. I didn't know anything. I was mentally glazed over in love like a donut. I was totally thinking I was in love. And I remember being in my bedroom. I'm listening alone to my newest gift, a transistor radio. Whoa. My parents didn't even own a device so cool and amazing. A transistor radio. I was the first in my neighborhood. My friends were like, you got to be kidding me. That's awesome. I mean, today would be like getting the first ever iPhone. Wow. I was now connected to the universe with my new electronic toy. I had instant status, whatever that was, and I loved it. And I thought I loved the bearer of these awesome gifts. And then immediately, my bedroom door flew open, and as quickly shut off the music I did. My mom announced without warning, take the radio back, tell her you can't accept such an expensive gift, get up, walk to her house, now take it back. How did she know I just got a new radio? How did she know it was from the one girl that I thought about every hour? How did she know the possibility that this gesture of kindness from my new so-called girlfriend could suck me into a vortex of narcissism and self-admiration. 
How did mom always know? A little bird told me. Oh, where, where is that bird? A little bird told you. A few months later, my best friend and I, we concocted this story that we'd be having a sleepover at each other's house. It, it's the oldest trick in the book. I told my parents I was going to his house for the night, and of course, he told his parents he was going to mine. We planned to roam the city with mischievous minds. We are going to sleep under the stars, no parents watching. 3 a.m., we were walking through the desolate streets, <laughs> no one on the streets, uh, and we walked to the only all-night donut shop in Ashland, And there we played the pinball machines and drank Coke after Coke with no concern or cares about anything. I was in the zone playing pinball. Within 30 minutes, I suddenly felt the air leave the building. Even with my back to the front door, I instantly knew I could feel a chill run down my spine. I knew standing in the doorway, flanked by a blinking open 24 hours neon sign, There she was. There's my mother, stoic, calculating, sure. Man, she appeared like she was seven feet tall, like Clint Eastwood in a Dirty Harry movie. She slowly sauntered up to the counter, ordered a coffee and a donut, studying for her master's degree in nursing. Well, that kept my mom up many nights, and I didn't realize that she would make these late early morning or late night runs uh, to get some coffee to study. But this night was different. Without saying a word, she turned and she looked through me. Her eyes were direct and they were piercing. How did she know I was here? Coincidence? Uh, Not hardly. Mom had done this so many times before, and I knew she would do it again. Even though my mom would cut me some slack that night, she never allowed the psychic tether to be cut from her only child, me. Then she said with no trace of a smile, go home now, walk back alone. And like a zombie, I I left the pinball machine, ignored my best friend, I don't know what happened to him, and I walked home. And that was that. No punishment, none. But the shame, oh my God, the shame she placed on my wounded ego, a temporary locked the shackles on my mischievous ways. Yeah, a little bird told me. 1968, I was on a full tennis scholarship at East Tennessee State University, Johnson City, Tennessee. I'm 18 years old, and uh, from my beloved hometown of Ashland, Kentucky, it was an arduous seven-hour trip through the Appalachian Mountains to my campus. So it was off-season, late October. Partying was governing most of my thoughts and actions. My grades had plummeted as my self-absorbed ego was on the prowl with definite unbridled zeal. Yeah, I was a rock star in my own mind. But I had settled into a bar stool at the local college hangout, Sammy's, nursing my fifth beer, fifth beer, I suddenly felt the air sucked out of the room. I knew some energy force, some mystical presence had just entered the building. And as I wheeled around to witness the unknown, there she was. My mom walked directly up to the bar 
in front of me, and with the cold decisiveness of an assassin, the person that gave birth to me and said, Jimmy, get your head out of your ass. And with that short soliloquy, reality flooded my ego-guided belief system like unsuspecting cold water from a shower. And with my beer buzz uh, instantly gone, my mom turned on a dime, marched to her car, and she drove back to Ashland. She came, she conquered, she left. Seriously? A swift psychological left hook to the temple of her wayward son. That was the deed. 14-hour round trip to deliver a chilling message. Obviously, I needed to hear it. How did she know where to find me? How did she know that bar that I would be there? And why would she only stay a minute? How did mom always know? Yeah, my grades swiftly went on the rise after that debacle. And my drinking days with unfiltered risk and reward judgment, well, Come on, that came to an abrupt halt. Now, a year later, a year later, I made my own surprise visit to see my former high school sweetheart. She was enrolled in the University of Kentucky. That was hundreds of miles away in Lexington. And although, you know, we went to different schools, we still communicated by letter and phone as if we were the couple most likely to succeed. Now, I'd made the trip six hours Couldn't wait to see her shocked face when I arrived. Surprise! I remember walking into the dorm reception area where she lived, and there was this other male student athlete ahead of me. Before I could announce my presence, that, you know, I'm here to see uh, uh, my girlfriend, a six foot ten, 265 pound mountain man asked for my girlfriend by name to come downstairs for their date. Was I stunned? Uh, What do you think? I I didn't say a word. And here she comes. She pranced down into the lobby to meet her massive UK basketball star. She looked so radiant like Faye Ray in the original King Kong movie as she held his hand. Awkward? Yeah, obviously. And all I could say was, Hi, remember me? What a wuss. (laughs) Those are my only words. Hi, remember me? Not knowing what to do and my confidence shattered by Andre the Giant's twin brother. This dude was so big. I bolted for the Tennessee border, got in my car. Even even though we'd agreed to date other people, I was devastated. Was I wrong to just leave? I don't know. At the time, I was clueless on how to handle my surprise visit. And what a surprise it was. Because the surprise was on me. So after my long, sad, lonely six-hour drive back to East Tennessee, there was my mom. She's sitting in front of the dorm. And and with a a big grin, there she was. She had dropped in unannounced. She was going to spend the weekend with her favorite human, me, her son. You know, I was so glad to see her. We had a great time. We laughed. We talked about dad. We talked about my future. We talked about our small family. And we also were pondering life itself while we're looking at our own reflection in a mountain lake outside of Johnson City. We went to a movie. We dined at a great restaurant. And we talked about the complexity of women. Uh, She should have stayed three months. I needed help on that. But how did she know I needed comfort? How did she know what to say? 
and how to say it. How did mom always know? You know, if you're a parent, you got to listen to your gut. Intuition is real-time information that conscious minds don't possess. We have the capability. If we can stay out of the past, especially if it's negative, stay out of the future, except for drafting a blueprint or planning strategy and tactics, if we can be more in the moment, those intuitive feelings, well, they'll come to the surface, and they whisper typically only once, but you got to act on it. So if you got kids and definitely teenagers, and you got a gut feeling about your kid, act on it. Don't dismiss it. Don't put your head in the sand like an ostrich. But if you're a teenager, you need to know mom. She's not very far away. And dads can do the same, but boy, moms are uncanny. And if you're being mischievous and you're a teenager and you notice a small bird in a tree, you better be careful what you say and do. It could easily fly your secrets straight to mom. She's all-knowing, but you know that already. This is to moms of the world. Keep honing your intuition. Listen to your gut. Act on it. Be decisive. Let's raise our kids. Be decisive, everyone. Use intuition in your own life, in your business, in your sport, definitely in parenting. And now let's talk about the Zone Cafe. You know, if you want to get in the zone, there are five markers. Self-discipline. Now, that's first and foremost. Concentration. That's second in this score-like domino chain. Why is concentration second? Well, you got to have something to focus your energy on. Of course, that comes from being self-disciplined with well-defined goals and a vision that you can chase. Self-discipline, concentration. But you need optimism. you got to have a sense of belief and expectancy and sense of knowing. you got to have confidence. you got to trust that what you have is enough. Optimism is the third marker, and it's literally the O, literally and figuratively at the heart and core of my score success system. The only proprietary program to attract the purposeful, calm feeling of a zone state where everything is possible. But you also need relaxation. That's the ability to be comfortable, free from worry, fear, anxiety. And last, that fifth marker, it's the end product of definitely the word score, but it's the end product of the score system itself. It's enjoyment. you got to love what you do, even love the challenges. These five markers... At a high state, simultaneously, a chemical cocktail will flow through your veins into every cell, and it will attract that purposeful, calm feeling. Michael Jordan told me once, oh, the zone, I can put it on like an overcoat. Whoa. And he did. We saw him play. Seldom disappointed. And when you're in that zone state... Here come incredible faculties of the brain, and intuition is one of them. So here you are, drive up to the Zone Cafe. So what are you going to order? Do you need more self-discipline? You can order it now. You may come back later and get something else. But if you need some discipline, stop right there. Order it. 
Bring out your blueprint. Bring out what you're going to accomplish this month, what you're going to accomplish the rest of this day. Or do you need concentration? Do you need to narrow your focus? Are you thinking too much? Do you have too many balls in the air that you're trying to juggle? Well, take one step at a time. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. If you need concentration, order it. we got a big batch of it in the back here, ready to deliver. But maybe you need optimism. Maybe you need some hope, some belief, some expectancy. And if that's what you need, just the awareness of it will get you on that path of optimism. But maybe you need that cool drink. Yeah, that cool drink of relaxation where you have some comfort and calm and everything flows. Your muscles are in sync. You don't look like you're trying. No, you look effortless, easy, calm, cool. But maybe you need a pep, you know, some pep in your step. Maybe you need a little bounce, you know. Maybe you need some rhythm. Maybe you need some enjoyment with smiles. So what do you need right now? What are you taking with you from this broadcast? Which one of these do you need? The awareness of your high or low S-C-O-R-E really is one of the keys to being successful. Be aware of the weaker link in your score chain because it's this domino chain that you and only you have the responsibility, the authority, and the accountability to manage these five markers simultaneously. You can do it. How did mom always know? Share this with other mothers. Share this with your uh, friends and family. And Jim is back. I'm back in the zone. The Jim Fannin Show. And uh, I will talk to you soon. Have a zone week. Be in the zone. It's definitely the only place to be. This has been America's Most Positive Podcast, The Jim Fannin Show. Get more of Jim's knowledge, experience, and tips, as well as what's coming up on the show now at jimfannon.com. And make sure to follow Jim on Twitter, at Jim Fannin. This has been The Jim Fannin Show on Radio Influence. Radio Influence strives to bring you excellence in podcasting. We work with personalities like TV chef Brian Duffy, radio personalities like Ian Beckles, news and political pundits like independent journalists Frank and Tracy Beans, experts from the sports world like veteran football scout and coach Chris Landry, pro wrestling personality David Penzer, MMA experts Jason Floyd and Daniel Galvan, and strength and conditioning coach Jeff Crushell. If you're looking for food, sports, music, entertainment, politics, no matter the topic, Radio Influence has something for everyone. All of Radio Influence's programming can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.